Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you a big fan of the ups and downs? <laughs> Gotta be if you're a Flames fan. If you're a Flames fan, you definitely are. Dylan and Chris from the Armchair GM Podcast, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Let's discuss it. Well, Dylan, it's uh, been a couple of weeks since we've had an episode, and it's been a real flip-floppy kind of month of December. What are you thinking about the play so far? Uh, I mean, I'd be lying if I wasn't disappointed. It's, you know, you can't have five losses in the last six games and not be slightly disappointed at the very least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. However, I you know I think we deserve better in a couple of the games. We you know the team hasn't. It's it's so fucked. The team hasn't shown up when the goalie's showing up, and the goalie hasn't shown up when the team has shown up. Yeah, um, a lot this year, like twenty fucking games this year, and that's got to stop. Everybody's got to show up. Yeah, you do expect a bit of a performance from all of your professional athletes that are making uh, making a bit of money to do so. Mm-hmm. I think uh, one one of the things that kind of what I'm noticing it is is you notice the team in front of say Markstrom if he's letting in the 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 first shot or 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 as he's shown the last few games, not necessarily the first shot, but the the second and third are definitely going in. So one of the <laughs> one of yeah. those three, sometimes two of those three. Um, as soon as as soon as the team gets down quick like that, I find their their strategy seems to change. Right, they're they're instantly on the defensive, trying to kind of compensate for yeah what is piss poor starts from Markstrom and the team, right? Because I mean, let's be honest, they've come out flat a lot of times this year. Like, yeah, and sometimes sometimes the poor start from Markstrom is on Markstrom, and other times the poor start from Markstrom statistically is mm-hmm. bad turnovers and defensive breakdowns and yeah. no 
defense at all and fucking bullshit like that. But it definitely both both of those things happen. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean that being said, we've got what possibility <laughs> of uh what twenty points so far in the month of December. We've picked up eleven. So it's not as bad as it kind of feels because of the last five games, but the last five games should not have happened. You know, thankfully we did pick up uh, three points in, in those losses, but there, there, there were some flat performances against just not very good teams. Like how the fuck do you lose to Columbus three to one? And like, that was the worst game I've seen since before Daryl Sutter arrived back in town. Yeah. Like, in two full years, that is the worst, easily the worst game I've seen them play. Easily. Yeah. And 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 Sutter said it perfectly at the end of the game in, in the presser, right? Said, we had a lot of players that came for a visit. Yeah. And, and that's that's really what it looked like on the ice. They, they sure weren't there to win a hockey game. That's for damn sure. No. And what really irks me is that they laid that egg and they had a chance with a different goalie in that because they lost to Columbus with Markstrom in that. And then the next day they go to Toronto who they know is a, you know, offensively talented team. Like everybody knows that Toronto is a quite offensively talented team Mm -hmm. and they lay another egg. Like they, they managed to score, but they refuse to defend. And if you score, like if you score four on Matt Murray, which isn't hard, you should win the fucking game. Mm-hmm. If you score four on the road, you should be winning the game. You know what I mean? And yes, yeah. it was a shootout loss, but it's still like, they did not. Wasn't that the game? Like it's been a couple weeks here, but that was the game they took like, an absurd amount of penalties, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, because even the coach said, oh, that's what happens when you're in Toronto, which isn't completely true. It, it happens everywhere. But, yeah. Yeah. There, I mean, when when he was ref- – when he, I think when Daryl made that, that comment, he, he was referencing his time when he was in Chicago back in the 80s, right? Yeah. And it, and it was a it was a well known thing back then. Um, not saying that that's. I mean, when you're talking about stick infractions, like they, you can't contest that. When you high stick somebody in the face, it's a high stick. When you slash is, somebody, yeah. it's a slash. When you hook somebody, that's you know there's a little more leeway on that one, right? That's more discretionary. But the but the ones like sticks in the face, we've had so many high sticks in in the last two weeks. Yeah, it's funny. The team finally clean, cleans up the too many men thing that's been a problem for a yeah. couple of years, and then they start fucking waving their sticks around like they're fucking Thomas Hurdle. Yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like... Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's... There There were a lot of penalties that were penalties that we that we took on in that game. The, the one thing that really bothered me when I was watching it, and one of the things I kind of do agree with on Daryl, it's not it's not the penalties that were called on us. It's the penalties that were not called on Toronto. Yeah. There was a fucking ton of them. Like, there, 
there that who was it magic no sorry can't remember who uh cross-checked um um matthews there and, and took that i think it might have been zadaroff oh yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. a light cross-check matthews goes down like he's playing soccer mm-hmm. whatever it, it is a cross-checking penalty i get it I mean, could there have been embellishment on that? I mean, obviously there was, but could it have been called? Sure. But what really pissed me off was later on in the same period, Mangiapane gets gets the same thing. Cross-checked in the back. He goes down. No fucking call. 20 seconds later, Backlund gets called for the probably one of the weakest cross-checking calls I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that's what that's those sorts of things are what what really bothered me. On there's that. no standard, and I get I get that you know each ref is is different, even though they shouldn't be when it comes to calls. The calls should you know the rule book should be a lot more black and white than it is. Hmm. But um, the thing that gets me is that the same refs in the same games exactly being inconsistent that doesn't yeah. make sense if you're going to call something in one that on one player mm-hmm. call it on every fucking player in That's that right. game as soon as you call it once the standard has you, been set exactly you set the standard yeah go with it yeah absolutely even if it's the 18th fucking cross checking penalty of the of the period so yeah. be it they so haven't it. learned that that's what you're calling. That's on them. That's right. It's up to the players to clean that up at that point, right? Yeah. But it has to be called. If mm-hmm. you're going to start making it the call, it needs to be called throughout the game. So that that's what kind of irritated me with the with the officiating in that game. Okay, it wasn't. I mean, I I believe every one of Calgary's penalties were justified or could have been called, yep. except for the the backland one still kind of bothers me, but. It it is what it is, but it was the other ones that weren't called on the other side. That's what really bugged me about that one. Yeah, um, and, and that's what I think Sutter was really getting at. Yeah, hmm. and I mean, you squeezed the point out of that. I think that as a fan base, we probably all would have been less pissed off with that loss if the team hadn't completely shit the bed in Columbus like they did. If we had come out with those two points that we had absolutely no business throwing away like that. Yeah. Walking Um, out of that back to back with three points instead of one would have been great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, And then you go to Montreal and (laughs) so I have, I have something to say to the fans about this game and in general the the last both games against Montreal we've had this year cuz did Markstrom started the other one too I can't I can't remember mm. um let's see yeah yeah so when those games were both over the fan base flipped out about goaltending. <laughs> they flipped out about how shitty the goaltending was and how bad Markstrom is and how bad, you know, you know all, all of that shit is. And I'm sitting here thinking like you witnessed the team score one goal on Jake fucking Allen in two games. 
one goal combined. And yes, sure, he played very well the first game, but you fucking shot it right in, into his belly. You shot it right at his pads. You weren't crashing for rebounds. You weren't trying to snipe. You you were just getting shot volume, which is driving me nuts this year. I don't give a fuck about shot volume. Get shot quality. Quality shots. And yeah. and and to put a loss on on a goaltender after he finally lets a single goal in in the third is asinine. Yeah. Like it's, to blame it's a goaltender fucking, for a 2-1 ridiculous. shootout loss is straight up fucking stupid. Yeah. I mean, granted his his one goal wasn't good. No, sure. no, 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 I'm not talking about the the regulation goal. The shootout was gross. But yeah, like you can't you cannot put that on the goalie. No. It, it should not have been in that situation. That should no. not have been. That should not have gone to overtime. It shouldn't have gone to a shootout. That's that's it's stupid. If you lost the, that game, seven to six in a shootout, you you blame the goaltender probably. Right. Sure. If you you almost never ever lose a game two to one, even in regulation, mm-hmm. and blame a goaltender. That's right. That's on your team. You you need three goals to win in this league, generally, almost every time. It's it's a standard, right? It's definitely a standard for sure. So fans, blame the right fucking party. <laughs> blame Dylan. Blame me. I'm I'm shit. Complete shit. Um fucking so shit. after the Montreal game, again, squeeze the point out of that one. Yep. Um we go back to Markstrom for the Vancouver game. Right. Which, why wouldn't you, right? He's played well. I mean, at that point, he had let in two goals in the, his last two games. So, yeah, go right back to him, right? Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> you... I mean, he didn't. he didn't play great in that game no he didn't um i mean the the team fell apart in front of him too i'm not like he should have had a couple of those but the team did fall apart in front of him yeah um, for sure i mean he, he in in that game you know he had a uh, 889 save percentage which isn't which isn't what you want out of your top line guy or top uh top goalie right but no but I mean, it wasn't as bad as the next one. But so there's that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but even just like, and that shootout in Vancouver was a joke for a whole different reason. Like, yeah, the one against Vancouver and Calgary. That was yeah, I, agreed. That that was like, don't get me wrong. I I like Backland and and uh, all that type of stuff. But yeah, who did we? Uh, that shootout lineup was fucking it, stupid. It was bad. and. And I know Souther was just trying to prove a point or trying to go with hot hand or, or whatever the fuck he was doing. Yeah. But I mean, a brutal miss and just a complete whiff and go with your fucking shootout guys. Right. Even like Rasmus Anderson is now a shootout guy. Go with him. Go I, with 
which is funny, you know, one goal in, in three attempts this year, right? Two. Has he got two? Yeah. Yeah, he scored the same goal. The same thing. On yeah, two right. shootouts. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um and then St. Louis. And St. Louis is just just that I'll be honest. Um I was sick and had to work the next day. Well, at midnight. So I missed that game and I watched parts of it later mm-hmm. uh, while I was on my break at work. And I just, yeah, like I went back to it, but I, I couldn't put myself through that. <clears throat> the The first two periods, I mean, it was okay. It wasn't great, but it was okay. That third period. It's the worst period Calgary's played this this season. I was and gonna that say includes Columbus. That includes Columbus. I was gonna say this calendar year, but I can't say that because uh game one against Edmonton in the playoffs last year was just as bad. Yeah, just, you, yeah, the one we won that that yeah, the like, nine four, nine everyone five, was nine, celebrating. Six. I can't remember what the fucking score was, but it was nine to six. I was sitting yeah. over there thinking, Oh yeah, you know. That was probably let, one of the worst games I've ever seen. Six goals. That's going to win yeah. us the series. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, if we could get nine every night, then it would. But yeah. obviously, that's not going to happen. Seems so. pretty sustainable. Yeah. Yeah, we're you know we're down two to one going into the third. I mean, it's not a great position to be in, but at least it's doable. But then, holy shit, the wheels fell off. Like it was just it was disgusting. Yeah. It was, and like, do, like, do we have to talk about it? <laughs> I mean, I'm already over it. Yeah. So on this to to San Jose, we a yeah. game we actually won five I'm to o- two. I'm over it because two days later, San Jose, baby, whoop whoop. Yeah. Finally, finally, we be the team that we should beat. Right. Finally, I, I was going to say we be the team we should beat, and um, and and with a score that it should have been. You know what I mean? And, like you know, we should have more than doubled their goals. Yes. And I was going to say very deservedly show. So, and going back to the sh- uh, shot quality instead of um, quantity, I believe we out, we got out shot in the San Jose game, but we outplayed the shit out of them. Yeah. I I even think the possession numbers were close to the same for for each team but we outchanced them heavily like with great a opportunities markstrom made the saves he needed to make a couple of really nice ones and you can't blame him on either of the we were talking about this earlier you can't blame him on either of the the ones that did go in because those were great cross crease just and he almost got both of them um but um so so we were essentially less in 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 all metrics except for penalty minutes right? <laughs> you know 20 25 to 26 for shots for san jose yeah which is whatever yeah 55 to 45 percent in the face hop dot to san jose two for seven opposed to one for four in the power play we had we had seven seven 
fucking penalties. And we yeah. still pulled the win out, you know, convincingly. Yeah. And we looked like, even though we took those penalties, I still, I don't know if you're trying to disprove what I'm saying here, but like, nope. I think we deserved the fuck out of that win. Like we out, like we took those penalties. Yes. And we shouldn't have, but like. There, we, we controlled the narrative of the game for the first two periods for sure. Yeah. Like we, we had puck possession for for far more of of the first two periods than than San Jose did. Yeah. Yeah. They and they they outhit us, they outblocked us, but you know, those those are those are signs of a team that are trying to battle back. Yeah. And and being outplayed. Right. That's yeah. that's just what you do. And a couple again, a couple of those calls were kind of chintzy like the um even Eric Carlson was laughing because Eric Carlson, Eric Carlson, did what Eric Carlson does and broke his own ankles and got right. a tripping call out of it. Yeah, um, yeah, that was a bad call. Yeah, yeah, uh, and he was laughing about it. Like yeah. he he knew it was a stupid call, and they scored like fucking three seconds into it. Yeah, yeah, on a really nice shot from Timo Meyer. The. Uh... The one thing that kind of got to me, so we got got Luch back in the lineup. You know, I think it was his second game back after three three nights off, three games off. Mm-hmm. Um, while Luch is on the ice, Gilbert takes takes on a fight. I know, I know, and it wasn't a really bad time. Like, I like the it fact was... that Gilbert's trying to keep his spot. I like the fact that he wants to fight, but that was a. We were up two one at the time, I believe. We were up two one. I think what it was, it it wasn't so much Gilbert. I think it was. I think they they were talking about some history between the two potentially uh, from juniors. All I um, heard was maybe these two have some that's history. Maybe what it was. I, I I didn't yeah. hear that they did. I know that Mackey and whoever he fought the other night, right? Um, Pizzetta, I think. Those two have fought before, but I don't think these guys, I, they may have, but I think that was more of um, the commentators, Rick Ball, I think, just saying maybe these two have fought before. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that could be. But I mean, like whenever, whenever a team is down, there's, there's always going to be somebody trying to rejuvenate their team and get their team be. back in it. Um, so obviously... I, I think Gilbert being the recipient of that call who decided he wasn't going to back down. Um, so I, like, I don't put any stock in the fact that he did it in, in a, in a time that he shouldn't have because by rights, he was actually doing very well in that fight until that last punch. I do agree, but him doing well in the fight doesn't mean it was a good time to fight to me. That, yeah, no, that's fair. Um, um, and, but, but what again, really yes, bothered me, Gilbert, is doing a good job proving himself and stuff like that. But I also think that with a certain guy on the ice, he should have gone over there and pushed Gilbert out of the way and knocked the other guy out. Agreed. Yeah. I, I agree with that a hundred percent, especially I, after I actually, him not playing for. I, and, and everybody talking about the fact that he hasn't had a fight this year. Mm-hmm. That's the time you do it. I mean, yeah. I I get he's you know allowing the the kid to do his thing, but that's Lucha's job. It's one hundred percent Lucha's job. Like and don't get me wrong, I think he scored. Was that right after he scored or right before he scored? 
Um, that was right before. Yeah. So I get that he scored and that, and that's great, but he still should have punched the other guy out and let Gilbert not get hurt, apparently. Well, hey, Lucha's a scoring machine now, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> what is it, like 800 goals left until he catches Gretzky? No. 720 or something? 600. Calm down. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's a lot. <laughs> Calm, down. Calm down. He'll get there. Just give him time. He'll get there eventually. Got to be patient, right? Park his ass in front of him that. Yeah, you can't just um, rush your way you can into get scoring there. titles. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about this high sticking call. Um, that's the everyone's talking about in uh, uh, Thomas Hurdle and Lindholm were in the face-off dot and the face-off happened. And then Lindholm kind of gave him a couple of, you know, fairly hard um, cross checks into the chest slash gut area. And he took exception. And then when Lindholm turned around and started skating away, he like baseball swung fucking right into Lindholm's face. Um, Which is weird because doesn't he shoot? Right, because he definitely bats left. Apparently, I he. Let's just say there was both a wind up and a follow through. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was a good axe. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely a chop, right? It, it and it was one. It was one hundred percent retaliatory. Um, should Lindholm have done what Lindholm was doing? Maybe not, but at the same time, you you mean do what? happens at almost every face-off should he not do that they were battling back and forth they were both in it i don't know <laughs> it, it wasn't just Lindholm hitting them they were both hitting each other yeah he just took he, exception and, to and one he, more and he from got pissed off about it and fucking yeah. chopped the guy's fucking nose off um and yeah i was I, expecting it to be five thousand dollars which is the most dumb thing I've ever heard that you can find a guy who makes fucking millions and millions of dollars, $5,000 yeah. and say, Oh yeah, you've learned your lesson. Um, but that's what I thought it was going to be. Cause player safety is a joke, but they actually yeah. gave him two games and I was both surprised and kind of happy about it. Not just because we play them again in the, uh, tomorrow, but also because yeah. That is what they should do more often when shit like that happens. So I I have two different frame of thoughts on that play. Yeah. Okay. So number one, I've got my NHL is trying to protect players' heads. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is. Or sorry, NHL claims they're trying to protect players' heads. Yeah. And that's what I mean by they should be doing it more. Yeah. And then, and then on the other side, I've got my God, I miss hockey from the eighties and nineties. Yeah, right? where when chopping somebody's head off was more okay. Yeah, <laughs> it happened three times a night. Yeah, right. So, yes, in today's NHL, there's no place for it, and he and he absolutely should have got two games. Yeah, right. If yeah. he had, if he had any sort of history, he would have got five games. You know. That sort of thing. Yeah. Am I but he hadn't had history got... before. And yeah, they so... almost never give anybody without history a couple games. So but I, I was as, impressed. 
has he ever had a fine? I'm not sure. I couldn't tell right? you. If you can't you can't have history until you're suspended, right? You know, I can't get a job because I have no experience. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't get a history until you get suspended. Then you have history. Mm-hmm. When you when you two hand slash somebody in the face, that warrants history, mm-hmm. right? Or developing a history, right? Yeah. So there's that. And I don't think he's a dirty player. I think he just no, no. He he just he, did what yeah, he did. It was he, in... he did the moment. It was bonehead, bonehead decision at the time, right? Yeah, I make bonehead decisions sometimes. I know you don't all the time. God, right? But... I don't. You do. I I see it all the time. But that's fine, <laughs> right? Some people are 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 good at you know the the level headed thinking. Yeah, and if, like and, if, and if you're buying any of this shit, I I've got something to sell you. Uh, anyway, so you got that aspect. Uh, of, ask your daughter you know, and your wife about that. Yeah, well, thankfully they're in bed because because <laughs> they would be calling me out on this shit, and rightfully so. <laughs> then there's the aspect of my my love for hockey from back in the day. And yeah. you know what? I when I first saw it real time, I went, "Oh yeah," and then I went, "Oh yeah, right." No, you can't do that shit anymore. Yeah. Right. So am am I surprised he got two games? Yes. Should he have got two games? Yes. Yeah. That's that's and you're, where I'm and you're on, not right? surprised because you think hockey should be how it was. You're no. surprised because I'm surprised because they actually did it. A fucking joke. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Like who is it? George uh George Peros. Like yeah. it's fucking George Peros. The people that they choose to have at the helm of players, Brendan Shanahan is and George like, Peros. Like holy shit, right? <laughs> you know, like, and I, I can't imagine why it's a joke, right? Yeah, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, who who doesn't love Shanny from back in the day, right? I mean, he was a good, gritty, hard nosed player. He was, and he could score goals and, and would have been suspended. Would have been suspended for every single rule they have in place as it is right now. Exactly. So he should be the one calling it, right? Yeah. Now I I don't have any issue with the call, and yeah. and I'll be a hundred percent honest. I wouldn't have an issue if they didn't give him anything. Like it, it's to me, is it stupid? Yes. Do I care? No. Yeah. I no, wouldn't. I don't. I would have honestly. I would have been slightly annoyed if not slightly a little bit pissed off if he didn't even get a fine um i would have been happy if he just got a fine but at the same I, time i think the i like i, I would, said before i think the the whole fining thing is a complete joke finding players is I, an absolute joke yeah it's it does nothing i i would have had an issue with it if lindholm would have been out of the game because of it but he scored 13 seconds later yeah like a couple like Yes, I'll bring this up. A couple of years ago when fucking McDavid elbowed Kotki and Emmy right in the fucking face and it was like blatantly obvious and Mr. My salary is $13 million this year, got fined $5,000 and played the next game. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow, that's that's but like he, that's like me getting fined 25 cents for but fucking... He, but he doesn't have history, run. Dylan. He doesn't have history. Oh, but, but that was that was like the fifth time that you could you can go back that on was tape the and watch him doing he it. He did something that year. He did he yeah. a, a slew foot and something else. I can't even yeah. remember. Yeah. yeah, it's it was the uh, that was the I mean, second again, I don't time think he he's had, a dirty player either. He, no, 
went through a stretch where he was doing stupid shit and he's kind of fixed it. But I'm I'm gonna assume that he's fixed it because I haven't really been watching a lot of Oiler games this year. Um yeah. so I, uh, maybe maybe he's done it, right? Like he doesn't get penalized for it because he's McDavid. Yeah. Like he didn't get penalized for that, right? Yeah. So I mean, who knows? Maybe he's still doing it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But he's I mean, he definitely has a history of doing shit like that. Whereas but, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So the San Jose game. Good win. Yeah. Um good win we should have had. Basically their best forward next game against us. Not that I think we need that, but uh it's good. Um yeah. let's well, talk I a mean, little bit about we, some of the players that uh we've been seeing. I think uh I think that's a great idea. I think we right should take after a, we take a break. Yeah, we should take a pause. Because so, that was a good recap because it's been a while. Yeah. And then uh, take a bit of a break and we'll uh, talk about some players and what we're seeing, what we're thinking. Mm-hmm. All right. See everybody in a minute. Hockey fans light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game. Get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age, some restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. So let's talk about some players and some of the uh, hot topics going on right now. Some of the lineup notes. Um, you you take notes? Uh, I don't, but, you know. That, Thankfully, what, the internet does. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Wes Gilbertson takes notes for me. Yeah, he's good at that. <clears throat> What's that? He's good at that. Yeah, he is. He's quite quite good at that. Um, so we've kind of been through how we feel Markstrom's been playing, and he's doesn't have as many wins as he deserves because the team kind of fucking sucks dick in front of him half the time. Um, I think it's a 50-50 balance on that one, but that's fine. Yeah, no, it is, but still, if the team didn't suck dick in front of him when he was playing well, then he'd have probably four more wins, um, in my humble opinion. Well, if he would score some fucking goals, he would have more wins. Yeah. Can't win without scoring goals, so if you, uh, get your shit together, Markstrom. Yeah. Speaking of scoring goals, hmm. uh, Elias Lindholm had a couple last night. looked like he... Uh, was having fun in a game for the first time in a month at least. Yeah. Um, which is great to see. Um and that Huberto pass like when he came out of the box, that that play developed so nicely because that little bump back pass from Kadri that didn't go offside. I was worried <laughs> about that. And then 
was beautiful and then he just rifled it over without looking like he knew where Lindholm was and Lindholm and this is huge because this has been a problem all year especially with Huberto passes Lindholm didn't bobble it it wasn't too hard for him he just put it right in the back of the net well Lindholm was feeling it right and and we all know what the end result is when Lindholm's feeling it the puck's in the net the puck's in the net and the puck's not in our net uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, we already know what he brings brings to the game on a two hundred foot level. Yeah, I mean, one and, thing and, I'll never question is his his ability to fend in our zone. Yeah, but when he's when he's feeling it, he's got such an incredible. It's not even it's not even a full one time. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's like a like a half time. Because yeah, just a, and, it's just a quick boom boom right. Like it's and, it's not a slap shot. It's not. It's not a wrister. It's a snapshot. It's, snap, yeah. it's a snapshot, right? And it's, yeah, and even when he's got the puck, and it's not a one timer, he's got a really nice shot. He's just, yeah. he's just had bad luck slash not using it at the right times this year. Yeah, a lot of the team has just been really, uh, uh not confident. I suppose this sure. year would be a way to put it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, he, he had three points last night. It was a plus three. Which is great, yeah. You know, uh, the four games previous to that, he had three three points as well, all being assists, and was a combined minus three. Yeah. So, <laughs> plus, plus he he had he had uh, a minute or two more in ice time uh, last night over the over the previous four. So yeah, like and so he's being he was being rewarded for his play because I mean he played really well last night he was oh all yeah at all times and that's Lindholm we we know and love and that's who we want to see on the ice whenever possible so this is something i wanted to ask you um yeah. because he missed a couple games or did he only miss one game who's that Lindholm when oh. Phillips came in Lindholm wasn't playing and Backland was up on the first line. I think that was only one game. I think it was just the one game. Yeah. Do you think there was something minor bothering him that he needed a game off for that that was bothering him all year? And that's why he would looked off like maybe something minor going on in his well, he, hands he, or his wrists or he his was arms he wasn't a healthy scratch. No, he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. So I I I would say no. Because in in my opinion, even if he was one night in in three off is not going to fix that. I I think it was like a like an a, an illness of some kind. Do you th- well? I'm okay. Do you think that he he was he's been fighting a bug for a couple weeks or or something like that, or or do you think it was just that day? Because he like he hasn't looked like himself a lot of this year, right? No, he hasn't. But I mean, like the team hasn't either. But I was, yeah, the team hasn't. I mean, he lost the the two line mates where he had the most incredible year of his career. Like, there's there's a lot of reasons for him to not look the same. Yeah. Um. And then when you when you cap it off with the fact that they're just it didn't click right away with with Huberdeau. Who we all kind of thought, or at least I did, <clears throat> I thought it would click right away because of Huberto's ability to create a play, 
and Lindholm's ability to put a puck in the net. I honestly thought that that would be a dynamic duel, but it just didn't, it just didn't uh, materialize. When he was put on the on on the line with uh, Rizika there for whatever it was three games four games that looked great and Rizika was flying too hundred percent he was flying Lindholm was flying and I I thought that was kind of what got Lindholm back into <clears throat> this season yeah you know. And yeah, yeah, no, I can agree with that. You, you can see him kind of enjoying what was happening again because he had somebody that he was able to, you know, do that around the ice with, and they they actually did quite well together. And some Ruziska was doing then as well that he's not doing now for some reason is something Kachuk was really good at last year, which is protecting the puck on the board and behind the net mm. and using his his ass and. Yeah. <clears throat> getting his body in the way and shielding the puck and drawing defenders towards him. So he could get the puck to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. Now, now you see, I I find he's, he's trying to shoot the puck at the net too fast. Who's this guy? Yeah. 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 Like he's not, he's not waiting for a play or a player to be in, in the, in the lane or anything like that. He's just rifling it on net. Because he got a couple of goals, so he's he's trying to be a shooter, which is great. Yeah. Be a shooter, but you have to be a shooter at the right time. Yeah, obviously. Which is funny because I mean, as fans, we all yell at our TVs or or while we're at at the arena, you know, shoot, shoot, shoot. Well, yeah, but but if but you got to be smart with your shot, right? Exactly. By by shoot, I mean, you know, when when. Rasmus Anderson has the puck at the point for three quarters of the power play and, and, and no, and you know, Kadri has yeah. finally gotten to the front of the net and, and, you know, maybe now it's time to shoot, not like just walk in and take a shot that is perfectly, you know, savable by an NHL yeah. goaltender because he can see the whole thing. Yeah. From, when there's, when, there, when there's, no, when there's not the a defender <laughs> or one of your own players in front of the goalie, don't take yeah. two strides forward and and snap. Yeah, like come on. So I want to talk about another guy who's been playing. I think pretty good. He got promoted up to the quote unquote first line with Lindholm and Toffoli uh, two games ago. I think against um, against St. Louis. Um, and I you, think you're talking about Dubé. Yeah. Wasn't that just last night? No. No. Okay. No, I think he because I think he scored a goal against uh, against St. Louis as well on that line. Okay. Um, I could be wrong on that. Again, that that, that was the game I missed, but I'm pretty sure that uh, he was playing on that line. Um, but I think he's played pretty good. Um, he's he's had a pretty in, good in San Jose. He did. He he's had a pretty good year with 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 Kadri. They started out really well, mm-hmm. um, and and that's when I was eating all my crow because I've always considered Dubé to be a, a third line guy. Yeah, and but he was, then he he's was, got streaky again. Yeah, so he you know he he got he started out really well with 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 Kadri, and then essentially the two of them kind of dried up. Um, it it's tough to have a pair right because you always. People always talk about 
pairs, right? A center and somebody, right? Yeah. And so it was a good pair, but you still need contribution from that third player. And so when that third player really isn't contributing to the overall success of the line, you'll think you'll see that things dry up. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. And that, that was happening. Um, yeah. But I, I mean, he's, also... he's had a strong year, right? He's had a very strong year. Dubé, that is. Yeah. Um, I, I, and I'm all for it. Like I said, I mean, if he, any, if, if any player can prove me wrong when I say they're a third line at best and, and they're not going to amount to anything unless they get off their ass and show me. Yeah. Gr- friggin' A, bud. I yeah. love, yeah. Do it. That's something that I think both of us get a lot of fucking shit for online is like, oh, you just always, <laughs> you know, talk shit about these guys or whatever. And it's like, no, we're not like, it's not that we don't like them or it's not that we don't want them to do well. Like, yeah, I I know you are just like me where, no, I'll go back to fucking Sam Bennett. If Sam Bennett ever did sweet fuck all for the flames ever, I would have been ecstatic. I would have been super happy but instead he continued to be a fucking shitty hockey player so i hate i hated on him (laughs) bennett's biggest thing and and i for me i know it's kind of off topic because we're we should be talking about the flames but just a quick one i i found that bennett became very pouty after a couple of seasons that he wasn't being showcased on the first line like i'm i'm sam bennett (laughs) yeah like neil like Right. Yeah. So like if you if if in your brain you think that you should be here, but unfortunately you're being played here, but then you pout about it. So then you really belong here. Mm-hmm. Right? In in my opinion. So if if you know if Dylan Dubé... Chris is saying with his hands is if you're on the second line but you're pouting that you're not on the first line, then you get put on the third line because you're yeah. pouting. Right. Yeah. So so which is I'm not saying that Dubé has been has been pouted. I don't That's think Dubé's ever pouted. No, no, I don't think that at all. But what I'm what I, what I am saying is, up until this year, I've always given him the third line um, review, if you will, because I I've never because really... that's what he's shown for the that's last right. three four years. That's right. Yeah, but then he you know he was, he was bumped bumped up onto the second. I'm like I don't know. Like I, I really wasn't sold on that line at all, and then he showed that he belonged, and it was great. I don't think he belongs on the first. But... I don't think he belong. I like. I I think he's playing really well there currently. <clears throat> I think yeah. that it would be a mistake to, for say Brad Tree Living to be like, oh, that line is flying now. We'll leave right. it how it is because that's <laughs> yeah. not a long term. No. Um, no, you don't want to roll uh, into uh, the playoffs. Success. You don't want to roll into playoffs with that as as your line. No, and and right? honestly, that quote unquote first line has one first line player on it. That's right. And so that you know, all that being said, like I said, up until beginning of this year, I've always had uh, Duby as a third line player. Nothing more. Yeah. Sometimes less, but mostly nothing more. I will. I. After watching him this year and how much work he's put in and, and how he's improved his game, I feel very confident and comfortable calling him a middle six guy now. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. Like he could he could go second, third, second, third, second, third, and and I'd be perfectly okay with it with the way he's playing at the moment so far this year. Yep. You know, no, and, I, I and agree. that's great. And he he even went through that that dry spell um, during that that seven game losing streak, and then a little sure. bit longer, I believe. But but you also have to look at your your line mates, right? Kadri wasn't looking good. He spent Kadri spent so much fucking time whining about shit instead of just playing the game. He that, was fucking pissed me. off about. He's about pissed off every game or every missing game. a shot or something on yeah. uh, against San Jose last night, and I was just like, dude, you're on the bench, like fucking smashing your stick and fucking slamming shit around. It's like if if yes, it's not the team hasn't been good, but like your attitude is not fucking helping right now at all. Absolutely, and if if it's not that he's pissing and moaning and still slamming the stick and 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 slamming the uh, the door closed on on a non call that he figures should have gone his way or whatever, yeah. like get your fucking shit together and just be a be a player and work your ass off and play. Quit your whining, which, which he is good at. He is good, absolutely. At- yeah, when he's doing it though, right? The same things happen. We we've seen it with many players over. Over, over the course of a number of years, right? All of a sudden, a play doesn't... So you spend all your time flailing and throwing your arms up. Well, the puck is fucking 80 feet that way. Get up. Yeah. Get in the yeah. play. If, not if, that the call, if the call is going to be a call, it's a call. If it's not, then yeah. then you're yeah. fucked. So get and, up and either way and run and, and if you think a, a ref is going to all of a sudden try a makeup call because you're being a fucking whiny bitch on your knees or on your ass on the ice get get your head straight because they're not going to do that and get back in the play another thing that bothers me about Kadri like I think all in all his body of work has been kind of what I expected of him throughout this year which is you know he's on pace actually he's probably on like just quick math I think probably he's on pace for like 70 points or something like that. Um, but I think he's a 60-ish point player. That So he's doing what I expected of him. Um, but what he's not doing, which I do expect of him, is being in front of the net on the power play. Somebody needs to be there. For some reason, he's on the half boards. We have fucking Lindholm and Toffoli and... Huber, though, all three of those guys are better shooters and passers than he is. Yeah. So he should be in front making a screen. Yeah. Every, and I'm not joking. No, I, I might agree. be exaggerating a little bit, but from for my money, every time I've seen him do that, we either score or we generate a really good fucking chance. Yeah. But every time he's not our group chat is freaking out because the power play is stagnant and nobody's moving and nobody's doing anything and there's nobody in front of the net and then we don't score and the puck goes the other way and power play is horrible and I I'm not pinning that all on Kadri but no he needs to be in front of the net no it's not on Kadri because fucking goalie's eyes away right well yeah I mean that's literally your job as center yeah that's your job get yeah. in front of the net yeah yeah and when you yeah. have a passer 
like when you have a passer like fucking Huberto, yeah, and a shooter like Toffoli and another shooter like Lindholm, you don't want those guys to be standing in front. You want those guys with the puck on their stick, either making a nice pass or shooting. You yep. want Kadri yeah. right in front. I'm not saying he's a shitty shot shot. Because he's not. No, he's not. But, but he's not as good at it as the other three guys. That's right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, you you want you want Toffoli and, and Lindholm to be 20, 25 feet away from the net, ready to shoot. Ready to receive it, receive the pass. And from... closing in sure. on the net. Yeah. yeah not absolutely. just standing 25 feet away from the net. Getting the puck 25 feet away from the net and then closing in on the net and not turning away. <laughs> so... So I will defend Kadri when it comes to what's happening in on on the play or the power play, and the reason why I will is it's been a problem since before he got here, right? So uh, yeah. So it's I don't I don't think it's a player issue there; it's a system issue there. And even because it's funny because the year not last year but the year before. Kachuk was always in front of the net and that yeah. was working really well. Yeah. And then last year when well, Kale McLean showed up, um so is McLean started started going to the side of the net. So is is it's, is McLean? Um it's either McLean or, or it's not or it's Muller. It's it's Muller. Yeah, Muller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So when Muller showed up, so that's that's what I'm saying. Like I don't because before that, um, I can't remember who was there uh, with with Ward and and like at a. I think it was Jelena, wasn't it? No, uh, Jelena was was put back in the back in the office quite a quite a ways before that. I think, like I think the year before, but it either either way. either, either way, it's been a thing for many years. So yeah. I will defend Kadri as far as that goes. Because I don't think it's a player problem. I think it's a system issue that needs to be rectified. Like they, okay. they need to practice. I agree with a, that. Yeah, a different. They need that. to practice a different system when it comes to the power play. Yeah, and they also need to stop dumping on the power play because that's a giveaway ninety percent of the fucking time. Or, I mean, stay with me here. They can forecheck. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> win it seventy-five percent of the time throughout the game. And just pull it out on occasion. You don't always have to, you know, skate it in. Sometimes you can dump it in. It doesn't have to be your only fucking move. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's about as predictable as a drop pass to Johnny Gaudreau. Yeah. And you can you can try a drop pass. You can try a pass over the blue line. You can try carrying it over the blue line. You can try or, a dump. But don't, don't, don't just do one fucking thing the whole time because it right. makes the other team be like, okay, so I'll just stand over here in the corner and the puck will come to me like 99% of the time and then yeah. I can just clear it. I, I do like watching uh, Huberdeau gain the zone within maybe two, three feet and then pass it kind of diagonally over to somebody coming in. That's That's been fairly successful to get in because yeah. there's some momentum there and yeah. they have control, right? So yeah. I, I do like that play that 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 Huberdeau brings to the table. That's something Johnny would never do. And that they would just never started go, doing that. He would he would never go over the line with the puck because he's afraid <clears> to get hit, you know, hit or lose the puck, right? So he never mm -hmm. had that drive to just keep going. He would either 
dump it before getting in there or dump it into the corner. Right. Like it was right. Where now at least we have somebody that has the confidence to carry the puck over the line before passing it off. And right. I like that. I do like that. So we've talked about Mangiapani without talking about Mangiapani. Without yeah, I don't want, I don't want to talk about name. I don't want to talk about Andrew anymore. Andrew he's, is what he is. Either he's, he's got to get the shit together or or he needs to go away. Yeah. Right? Stay on your um, feet. Pass the puck. Stay on your feet. Um, and this is something I know we agree on to is Tyler Toffoli is getting a lot of hate for something that's not his fault. But, um, but what what's what's the hate? I don't understand what the hate is. He's people people are like, oh, he's got to get off the top line. He's no good. And to me, it's like he's doesn't have to get off the top line. He's third in the team in points. But to me, he is a second line player and he always has been all of his, you go look at his, you know, here, I'll, I'll look at it right now. His, his previous, um, his previous seasons are, you know, um, uh, the the man is on pace between 40, uh, 30 and 40 points. So that's a second line player. And that's fine. It's he's, totally he's on pace. He's on pace for a career fucking year, and he's taking heat. Exactly, which and, is and that's totally fine. To me. And he's taking heat because he's on the first line. But I always try and combat that with who is going to take his place. Right. The heat that the, on, the on our on taking. our current ro- on our current roster, Matthew right. Phillips, obviously, right? Fuck. I... Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> fucking stupid. Um, so yeah. yeah, he's, he's either supposed to be on the first line or take somebody out of the fourth line, right? He's not suited for either one of those fucking spots, but whatever. But yeah. So, but it's not a Tyler Toffoli problem that he slotted improperly. It's not a Tyler Toffoli problem that we don't have it, the guy who should be on that line. It's not Dylan Dubé's problem that Huberdeau can't seem to click there. It's right. not... You know what I mean? It's it's not it's yeah, Brad it's, Tree Living's problem for not having a fucking first line right winger. That's right, right. So we put the guy who we have that is best fitted for that spot, which is Tyler Toffoli. Do I think he should be a first liner? No, I don't. Do nope. I think he is the best fit that we have for a first line right wing? Yes, I do. Yeah, that's not his fault. Stop hating on him for it. Exactly. That one hundred percent, the man, the man is on pace, and like to greatly exceed his, a career year. He's on pace for 60 ish points. Yeah, thirty. His, his career high is fifty eight. Yeah, so he's on pace for thirty ish goals, which is. Uh, his Potent- second best year. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, his highest is thirty-one. Yeah, and and, and we're talking that ten, year, ten he years won ago. A Stanley Cup. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, like it, it, it's our fan base is fucking hilarious. They really are. Yeah, I mean, if you look at our current roster, who who are you putting in there? 
There literally is nobody to put as your top line right winger. Okay. That's that's what we've been talking about. I'm just going to quickly run time. through it with you, okay? Okay. Matthew Phillips up there? No. Radham Zahorna up there? No, he's a center. Milan Lucic up there? Yes. Okay, Brett Ritchie up there? No, we tried Richie on the on the first line, and, and everybody, everybody got pissed off on him about. because guess what? He wasn't supposed to be there. He's not a Trevor line. Lewis. Well, no, yeah, that would be that would be asinine. That that would and be I, and improper I love, slotting, right? And I love watching Trevor Lewis play. Me too. He's so, one of my favorite forwards on the team currently. That's right. Blake Coleman. No, no, he's a perfectly he's a grinder middle six guy. Hundred um, percent. Andrew Mangiapane. Not a fucking chance. Why would you have somebody who can't skate without falling down? I, I want him. I, I want him to eat popcorn for four games out of the next eight. Yeah, me too. Adam Ruziska. No, if he, he, he would consistently in. play like he played for those four games. That's yes, right. I mean there's potential for him, but he's not there yet. Yeah, he's too he's Mike, too young and he's learning it. Michael Backlund. No. Nazem Kadri. Not a chance. So who the fuck's gonna go up there? Nobody. Like and it's funny because because four out of the out of the seven players you just said are yeah. centers. That's exactly a great thing I, I was that going... we have. That's a great thing that we have at the moment is center depth. Yeah, it's a, it's great to have. Don't fuck with it. Yeah, no, and and, and I, I agree. We have one guy in our in our Facebook group that keeps telling us that he wants to see Kadri go up on the first line with Lindholm, and Lindholm move to the to the wing which i is that mugsy yeah and it's been on my list of things to try in years past um but <clears throat> this year like he's but he's coming off a goddamn second you know second voting for selkie yeah <clears throat> as a first line center and we have this yeah really good center slotting right now if let's if if anything in all of it if if anything in my brain Lindholm doesn't lose the center right if 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 Kadri's gonna make it onto onto the first line he's not at center yeah in my opinion unless Lindholm's hurt right and the only other issue so now you take away your quote-unquote second line center who goes there do you put Backlund up there again? I mean, I I would feel okay with Backlund up there. Yeah, but I'm obviously I would prefer Backlund where he's at. Yeah, I think he's too. having a great year. He's having a really good year. Would you put Ruziska up there? Take some faceoffs, maybe. Maybe, but like, maybe. Why are we talking about this? Like, it's yeah. Just it's, have. Lindholm on your first line and have Kadri on your second line, like has been the plan the entire time. That's it's like it's like great was to working have for the depth. first seven games of the season is working again now. Let's keep it how it fucking is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and we all know that Dylan uh, Dubé is a is a center as well, so maybe he moves over. But still, I think I, I'm over I don't that. Like that. I, I I mean, I, I was over it three years ago. No, I know. And I've but, I like the fact that he can take a face off. Yeah. I like the fact that if there's in you know some injuries, he can possibly move over. That's totally fine. But he that's, 
plays that, his best at wing. And 100%. he always has, and he's proving it right now. He's been promoted to the first line and is producing on the first line as a left winger. Yeah. Why are we moving him around? Oh, and, and that's that's a great thing, right? If you have somebody that has has played throughout their career within, you know, junior in the A and whatnot as a center and have and they're developing well on the wing, whether it be left or right, doesn't matter, then if by some chance the center gets thrown out of the faceoff uh, circle, it's really nice to have somebody else that has the ability to take a faceoff, right? It sure is. Like it's a it's a great asset. You know, that's yeah. a if you if you have an abundance of centers that can slot in other positions, that's a phenomenal yeah. asset to have. And like if the team is more properly slotted and Dubé's on a line with Kadri, mm-hmm. then you have those two centers. And then that's you right. have Backland and Coleman, and Coleman was a center in college, right? That's right. So he can he can take faceoffs. Same same with Adam, right? And and Adam Ruziska can take take faceoffs. In fact, he's you know maybe not the best center we have as far as faceoffs, but he can take them. Exactly. Um, Trevor Lewis is 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 a center, you know, yeah. who plays right wing on the team because we have Adam Zahorna, who's a center. That's right. Yeah, center center depth has been an issue for the Calgary Flames for a long time. And so, it finally is starting to look like we're garnering it. So that being said, with Adam, I'm I'm actually surprised. I thought his numbers were better. Um, but he's at uh, 42.55 this year in the faceoff dot. I honestly yeah. thought it was better. And Less- that's probably part of the reason why he's been playing wing. Fair enough. But yeah. I'd rather have a guy who is experienced on the faceoffs and can take mm-hmm. – you know, for you know, can win forty five percent of your face offs as as a as a, as a guy yeah, as, as a, a backup as a backup. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, and I was the, actually and, unaware that he's at at forty five point eight through his career. That that surprised me. So. Well, I mean, how many face offs has he taken? Not it can't be that many I in the scheme of. Yeah, it's not. It's not that many. Yeah. Mm. Um, I d- so. We have to talk about Phillips. I know that neither of us really want to, but let's make it quick. Um, sure. Send him every, to the A. Everybody's got this Done. fucking hard on about how Matthew Phillips, the Calgary boy, isn't getting a shot and uh, right. all this all this stuff. Okay. Um, teams having trouble scoring. Um, but if but if Matthew Phillips was in the in the lineup, apparently we'd be scoring another seven goals each game. Um, you would have like, to take. He, he would have to he, take seven shots. He's only had one in two games. I know. Like everybody, like oh, let's let's pull uh, Lewis out and put him on the fourth. He's five foot fucking eight, and has never played a grinding role in his life. You just want to throw a kid out there and watch him get murdered? Okay. The dumbest Matthew thing Phillips ever plays bigger than he is, which means he plays five foot nine. Right. I'll give you that. People are like, oh, I, I compare him to Theo Fleury. Theo Fleury played like he was six fucking four. Like, that's not a comparison in any way. And Theo Fleury could right. also 
hack and slash and fucking yeah. bite people's ankles. Like, like, like that is like, fuck you for saying that about Theo is all I got to say about that. Like Theo deserves better than that. You're not even a big Theo fan. I'm, I'm, I mean, I am and I'm not, you know what I mean? Yeah. I am. I'm a huge fan of what he did on the ice. I'm not a fan of what he of the person did, did to me in person. That's fine. Yeah. Is what it is. Um, but I mean, I think the comparison between Phillips and, and Fleury is laughable. It's ridiculous. It needs yeah. to stop. So now that we've both got a little bit out about Phillips, who's should be in the AHL, there are players who are AHL all-stars that don't do yep. shit all in the show. And we have other players like sorry who probably deserve to be up more than he does and mm-hmm. i'm over phillips and if he leaves for nothing at the end of this year i will not give a fuck in fact i'll be happy um i won't even be happy i just i literally won't care yeah you know, the um, only, you know the, so the a 54 percent what's that 54 uh phillips no sohorna oh sohorna okay 54 percent on the face you know what he's has he played he's played every game since being called up right uh he didn't play last game because he was that's right because we went with seven covid we yeah non-covid and we went with 70 yeah um he doesn't have any points i believe let me double check that one he doesn't have any points and he's a minus one um third line fourth line fourth He's yeah. played fourth line the whole time, I believe. Yeah, fourth, right. fourth center. Fourth center. So whatever, I I don't hate it. Um, the fifty four, well fifty eight or the fifty three point eight percent on the faceoffs is enough for my fourth line center. How, how many games has it been? Is it four? Oh, I think it's more than that. Yeah, I mean, it might be five or six now. Five. Right. Yeah. So after five games. Because we know the line hasn't scored, which is fine. Mm-hmm. They've been on the he's been on the ice for one goal against five on five. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> I'm In fine five games, and 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 let me yeah. let me look at this here. Um, and and with with five, your with your wingers being different every game too, right? And as Luch was out for three of those games. So 13, so, 13 goals, I think. I could be off here, but I think it's 13 goals that have been scored on us since Radham Zahorna showed up. He's been yeah. on the ice for one of them. Right. That's horrible. Yeah. For your fourth I mean, line center, four, uh, 54% on the faceoffs. Um, well, and like and like I said, like he, he's had different he's had different wingers every game. Mm-hmm. Right, so you got different different players that are slotting in and out. Uh, you got Luch has been come, you know, come, you know, he sat for three and all that fun stuff. I, as far as I'm concerned, I like him moving forward, and I, I, I hope by this time next year that I can call him a bottom six, which I, I think I can. I think he's got. I think in the next couple seasons, he'll just be what he is right now. And I don't have a problem with that. Like, yeah, he'll probably have, you know, a few goals, a few points, whatever. But 
I think that he'll be like a full-time fourth line player who gets bumped and, up to the third. And did you say he's sitting injury. at 55% at the dot? 53.8. 53, that's, that's great. That's, that's Monaghan in his heyday, right? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's, that's actually kind of remarkable given, you know, his, his lack of experience at the NHL level. That's, that's really impressive. Yeah. So, uh, and, and he'll make somebody else expendable. No, he'll make a, like, not that Luch plays center, but he could make Luch each expendable next year. I'm um, thinking again, probably, I'm thinking probably Lewis, unfortunately, but Lewis, Luch, each, whoever it is, yeah. you know, um, so it'll save us 250,000. And he's faster than both of those guys as well. He, he actually is quite fleet of foot considering he's, he's six sick, right? Fucking five, six, six. Is he six, six? Damn. And he plays left wing too. So, yeah, there's that. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, everybody else is just kind of ch- chugging along, you know. Anderson's been uh, really, really good offensively this year. 21 points in, in 32 games. He's already got as many goals as he had last year. Um, the rest of the guys, you know, Hannafin's doing Hannafin things, which is he's been as really... underwhelming as it always is for me. And Anderson has been, you know, obviously really good. I guess by really good, I mean, he's he's been good offensively. I've seen a number of defensive gaps, but I do like how he, how he leads the rush a lot, mm-hmm. like a lot. And there, there are offense, sorry, defensive gaps in his game for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I, I, I agree with that, but I also think that when he's playing defense, when he's not concentrated on offense, which obviously he is a lot this year, but mm-hmm. when he is playing defense, he's actually gotten a lot better at it. Um, over the last two years or so, I think he's I only I, going up. I I actually am more of a fan of of Hannafin's game this year than you are. I know you always have been though. That's true, but I mean, like offensively, I think he's been been pretty decent. Obviously, the game the other night helped that. Um, mm-hmm. But you got two goals, right? Yeah. The two goals? He has three now, but he had two in that game. That was against Toronto. I can't remember which one it was. It was against Toronto where he got those two goals. Um but yeah, like he's a fine defenseman. I just think he's he's overrated. I don't think he's bad. I just think he's overrated. And he makes a lot more defensive gaffes than than Rasmus does, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, he's got he, – he to me, and I know you're not going to like this, um, he, he reminds me a lot of Hamilton, right? Except for I actually prefer Hannafin over Hamilton. I prefer Hannafin over Hamilton too, but I don't like – Hamilton, because he can't defend his way out of a paper bag. No, can't. Um, but Hannafin is. I mean, again, he's a fine defenseman. He's very unspectacular, in my opinion. Like, yeah, 
That's how I, I want think, my defense. I think people misunderstand what I like. It's not that I don't like Hannafin. It's that I think that he is, and I've said this a hundred times, but he's worth more on the trade market than his value is on the team. Right. You could get a guy who's three years older and the exact same and a first round pick for him. Right. I truly believe that because of his age and because he's got this name value, but you could get a guy who provides the exact same thing as Hannafin provides, who's two or three years older and a first round pick. If you could, if you traded them, that's my opinion. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. And again, it's not that I don't like him. It's that I think that still having him and and if, if he walks away at the end of next year, I think that, uh, that it would have been really poor asset management. <laughs> We're not. Brad's not known for that, is he? <clears throat> Anyways, no. moving on. So, uh, um, Stone's been shit, honestly, since he came back from his injury, which sucks. I mean, he has been shit, but he's still a plus player, right? Yeah, but he's also been put down to like five minutes some games because he's been mm-hmm. shit yeah no he he had a he had some struggles there for at least four games very sheltered and yeah yeah Zadorov and Uyghur haven't been great either honestly Zadorov, um, I've been I've been fine with I know you don't think even in the last like three or four or five games maybe I thought he's really gone down I know that Everybody's been all about his first, you know, 20 games or whatever, but I think the last few he's kind of gotten really he he hasn't been great. he hasn't been as strong as he was for sure, but I yeah. still don't have an issue with his game. I mean, he's he's still he's still a a plus 7. He's he's getting some some points. Um it's I mean, do you know Anything about what happened last night with his with his hand wrist? Uh, I have no idea. Uh, like obviously he blocked that shot. Um, yeah. But they've they've been very tight lipped about it. And to be honest, especially with Tanab gone, he didn't practice. He didn't practice. But especially no. with Tanab gone, it worries me. Right, that worries me a lot. Tanab yeah. did practice. He did, yeah. But, but that doesn't mean much. But he practiced three days ago as well. Mm-hmm. And then they so, put him on IR after practice. Yeah. But he's available to be activated off of IR if tomorrow if right? he can be. He's available um to be activated off IR tomorrow for the game. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he will be. That just means Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously when it comes to Tanev, I'd rather them take their time, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's nice to have the luxury of going into the into the Christmas break or holiday break, whatever holiday season break. Um, so it's is three that days this year? Is it only three days? Three or four? Yeah. Oh yeah, never mind then. Yeah. I was gonna say because you know then you got that that extra few days, but if it's three or four days and whatever. I but think no, we I, play I, on I think Thursday to... and then we play on my, uh, Tuesday. Sweet. I think they need to take their time with with Tanev and make sure that he's healed properly because he's he's needed. Right, mm-hmm. like I understand bringing him back, but he's needed at as close to a hundred percent as Tanev ever is, which is yeah seventy two percent. That's right. 
<laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. He'll be at a hundred percent until like until like fucking five minutes into game one of the season, and then he'll be at seventy two percent for the rest of the season. I don't I don't even think Chris Tana starts the season at a hundred percent. No. I don't think he I don't I don't think he's felt a hundred percent for ten years. No. Like the way he plays. Um, I don't think there's many other people we got to talk about. Uyghur, you want to talk about him? He's been. Well, I okay. mean, he's, you know what? I mean, I, I don't want to, I don't want to shit on the guy. Obviously I've been disappointed in, in his game so far, but. It's I have not, no doubt he will it, be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it, you can see like the, the tools are there. And you see it, and and he, he. Every once in a while, you know, a few times a game, I'll see him make a play, and I'll be like, "That is why they got him," mm-hmm. as he will replace Tanev when Tanev retires or goes or whatever happens. Yeah, he is the closest thing we have to Tanev. Yeah, and he's signed for seven more years. Yeah, he's not an offensive dynamo. Um, he's he's pretty reasonable at at exiting the zone. He's really good at passing out of the zone. Yeah, he's really good at passing out of the zone. He's really he's got a really good stick, uh, defending with his stick. So, mm-hmm. I, which is what Tanev's really good at body 100%. position and stick. That's right. And and I think if he can work with Tanev, or obviously they're like they're not line mates, but I think the if well, he can if he they can play learn together quite often, they do. Yeah. Um, but. Like they'll, I mean, it's been quite a while since they played together, right? But I think if he can learn something from or take, you know, find some takeaways from Tanev, I think, I think he'll be a, a really, really good defender for, for a number of years. Yeah. And I think that, I think a lot of people are upset because they saw this guy who, you know, anchored power play one when, when Ekblad was out for however long and um for like half of last season. And I don't think that's his strongest suit. And that's not what the Flames need. I, no. I got into this conversation with um uh somebody who I was talking to who drafted Uyghur in, in fantasy. And I was like Uyghur was a great fantasy player last year. But oh, yeah. if you look at the scope of where he w- was to the scope of where he was going, he wasn't a good draft at where people drafted him because he... Where was he being drafted at? I saw fifth, sixth round. Okay. You got to think, so, like last year... He would have been good there last year. But but, but you, he is now the fourth best defenseman on the team. No, I get that. Instead but of the second best defenseman. On the but team. you're 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 literally shitting on on people drafting a player based on numbers from last year when you've got professional fucking GMs that will hand out multi million dollar contracts oh, oh, based yeah. on one fucking year, right? The, 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 the guy, it, the guy, it, yeah, I, the, I shit on them too, Chris. Hun- the the guy literally had two hundred and three shots last year, and eighty one uh, penalty. That minutes. I did not know, but like, 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 
I I honestly, if he was available, I would have taken him in the fifth. Personally. Fair enough. I I, yeah. I look at I just look at where he came from and the fact he was the second best defenseman on a team where the first best defenseman was always injured and is always injured and has already been injured this year. Right. And now he's moving on to a team where he's going to get most like, like if you just think about it a little bit, he's going to get less ice time. He's playing behind Rasmus Anderson and and Tanev. So he's now the fourth best instead of the second best. Yeah. But you're talking about he is right. Based on, on his progression throughout his career, he he should have replaced Hannafin. Uh, but again, should if have. you look at how the Flames were last year and you they're not breaking up Hannafin and Anderson because they were so good together last year. That just yeah, wasn't going to happen. Yeah, but if, if you look at pro- progression, right? And as you've said for a couple of years, Hannafin is expendable. That's your replacement. That's your out. That you've been oh, talking yeah. about Hannafin forever, getting, right? Getting traded. Fuck yeah. Right? Because we, we we spent the last three months, four months, talking about the fact we need a top-line right winger. And what's yeah. it going to take? It's going to take a really good roster player that we need to also shed a bit of cap. It's going to take a prospect and a draft mm-hmm. pick, right? And and I know... Or probably you, just Hannafin and maybe a mid-round draft pick. That's right. But I know that's who you floated out as... as as a potential option. Oh right? yeah. That would have been so, great. I, I knew it was never so, going to happen, but that's what I would have liked. So, so based on, on, on Uyghur's career and his progression throughout his career, that would have been a phenomenal fit. Unfortunately, he's not geared up at least, especially coming he's in. He's in a he different role than he was in last year. That's, that's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. He's in a different role, but he also struggled at the system. For at least half of the games that we've had this year. Oh, a hundred percent. Right. So which is another reason that's why I didn't draft Huber though, too, because right. Yeah. Well, you yeah. Knew. that's right. I mean, maybe that's just I me mean who, being a who is the anomaly, right? Because when you think about it, he's been this player for many, many years, and then mm-hmm. had one year that was unbelievable. But before that he was, was really good before that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not yeah, exactly. But where where we're where Uyghur, you know, he had his first two years, you know, he's here. Next year, boom, next year, boom, next year, bang. Yeah. And it's like, right? Like those are those are pro- pro- progressions that you want to see in a in a younger player. He's not mm-hmm. younger anymore, obviously, but no. But when you when you see a, a player taking steps <laughs> every every season. I mean, granted, again, last year was the anomaly because you know he, he's coming off the President's Trophy and uh, uh, team, and and you know was elevated into that number one position, you know because because of uh, injury. But still, you still expect a player to be able to at least be not necessarily close to the 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 height, but at least where they were, and he's not right. So like he, he's nowhere near what he what he's what he was three years ago no and so i do know i i know what you're getting at i'm just saying he's like he's he's on 
he was in a role in Florida, mm-hmm. a role that wasn't available in Calgary. Right. In my opinion. Right. And probably in a lot of experts' opinions as well, unless Hannafin is hurt or unless Anderson is hurt. Right. But those guys aren't hurt every other fucking game like Ekblad is. Right. So, or for half of every season, like Ekblad is. So that is a role that he is very likely to not have to. He is more than capable of taking that role should it arise. What what role? He, what role are you talking about exactly? Are the number about- two defenseman who can step into a number one role. Okay, so he is capable of that, but that is yeah. not needed on this team. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. 100%. So, so he has a different role now. He plays so, with the shutdown guy most of the time. So so what I'm what I'm feeling or what I'm thinking when you when you have somebody like Uyghur who excelled And it's on fine. I'm not mad about play. that. No, no, ex- no, for sure. Yeah. Um when you have somebody like Uyghur that excelled on uh say power play, right? Yeah. Cuz he was quarterback in the power play. Mhm. A really, 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 really good power play. Sure. Yeah. But do you know why you have With a really good do you do you know why you have a really good power play? Because you have a good quarterback. That's where it starts. I'm not knocking Rasmus, but all he does is fucking pass back and forth. That right? is why, really fucking annoying. Why not put somebody like Uyghur? Who had Huberdo in that position for a game or two? See what happens. But he he only ever gets the power play two when Uyghur's off the ice. So one of his trigger guys to get the puck to 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 start a play out, yeah, is not there, but is available on that on that power play one. Mm-hmm. Like I I think. Much like a lot of what happens with the Flames, is a lot of the players get mismanaged, right? Like we've watched Anderson struggle the entire season at power play. I'm not saying he's a struggling defenseman, but he he just yeah he can keep possession of the puck. I don't give a shit about possession of the puck. I want to see shots on net and high think, danger chances. I think, right? I think like, this partially, and I'm not. I agree with you on that. Um, he does just kind of skate back and forth with it like on the line and pass to either the one guy on the half board or the other guy on the half board. But that's also because that's the only option they're giving him. He could shoot those guys are literally in front of the fucking net. So it's a systematic problem. Like you were talking about earlier, but he doesn't even seem to look that way. Right. He gets the puck and he's, and he's looking these ways. Like he's, He's already ready to distribute the puck. Okay. I will right, look at that more. I will look at where his mm-hmm. head is looking more often. Because yeah. I I I could see that, but I, I can't tell you I've yeah. I've looked at his head a lot because I'm usually watching the puck or the play. So yeah. I'll uh, I'm I'm usually watching around the net going, where the fuck are we? <laughs> where is everybody? Yeah, me too. Why, and why is, I feel why is like you know that's kind of what Anderson's looking at too? I'm again I haven't looked yeah. at his head, but he's yeah. like how am I supposed to take a floater from the blue line like Geo used to then that's gonna go in if that's right nobody's screening the goalie? That's right. 
But that's, I mean, that's, I'm like, I do agree with you on 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 Uyghur for sure. I I believe that there are certain situations that we could be utilizing his chemistry with a certain top line player and 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 power play player that's on the team right now that came with him on the trade. I I a hundred percent agree with that. I right. didn't think that was going to happen, but I do think that they should give it a shot. I'm not saying they shouldn't. Yeah. I just don't think it'll happen. Yeah, but that, but that, and that, and that's honestly what I think the the downfall of the Flames organization has always been is the stubbornness, right? Especially like, with like with a our, our power play sucks, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying our power play sucks because of Rasmus. That's not what I'm saying. No, I know, but it's a combination. Rasmus is a part of it, but it's still, yeah. it's a combination of. The that's systems right. and the fact that the players not better from the system that's horrible. That's right, and it's not better because of Rasmus. It's yeah. not worse because of Rasmus. Not better. So if it's stagnant, why not? Why not try for one, two, two, two times in a game? What's the harm? Well, last year we were like put fucking stone there. I'm right because I want stone on. Till, I want stone on the shit. second power play still. And he's had shifts there. He scored yeah. a power play goal earlier this exactly. year. Exactly. No, he didn't. He he busted one off of a a pad that I think Kadri scored a pa- on the power play because right. he was on the power play for once. And that's how you know you're right. It shouldn't always be the same five guys. It yes, yeah. most of the time, but like fucking switch it up sometimes. If things and, aren't working, switch it up. And and when you look at how fast. Sutter will change up lines because there's something's not working. Well, they had they had seven great games and then had one shitty period in Edmonton, and he's like, "Okay, we're gonna rip apart everything." Exactly. But he refuses to change up the power play. Right, but then he refuses to change a power play. Yeah, that is. What are we sitting at? Eighteen percent. I don't even know. Like whatever it is, it's not great, right? Like it's and like he's, not he's even said we need one more goal. He says that That's after ninety percent right. of our games, he said we That's need right. one more goal. It's like okay, Absolutely. well then, when are we going to score goals on the power play? Well, it's been, it's been the same play. five guys all season long. Yeah. Maybe change one player. Start with one player. Or or even if you're not going to change the play. system, <laughs> yeah. If you're not going to change the system, you got to change a player if you want a different result. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I agree with that. Anyways, <laughs> this has been a really good episode. Good chat. It's been a good chat. Got a little heated at the end there, which is always good. But I, uh, I don't know about heated. I'll show you fucking heated. Oh, fucking show you a Cheeto in your beard, you motherfucker. Yeah, see? That was all. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry to the uh, the five-hole crew, but geez. I mean, it, it all happened too late. Dylan was working weekends and you know my beard was down to about here and I was gonna start eating chips and shit out of it, but mm-hmm. yeah, I can't do it with the trimmed up. I gotta look good for my grandma for Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Not that I'm doing that right now, but <laughs> I I at least have a a, a trimmed beard. Mm-hmm. Looking you gotta look good for all the people out in podcast land. Yeah. Especially the ones in, at Spotify, you know, the audio version, because I got the face for radio. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyways, 
Thanks for tuning in for another show, everybody. Uh, don't forget to uh, smash the like, hit the subscribe, share it with everybody. Let's start getting uh, these podcasts going again. I know it's been a couple of weeks since Dylan and I have been on. I've had a couple of illnesses and some uh, uh, personal family matters happening uh, nowadays. And, of course, now we've got the holiday season coming up. So we're going to try and get an episode out to you again real quick right after. And uh, other than that, I hope everybody has a, a safe holiday uh, season on, on the weekend and uh, some good times with your friends and family. Until we uh, all see you again. Happy holidays. Go. Cheers. Cheers. Go Flames, go.